0: Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been three months since I recorded a podcast, and it has been a year since I recorded a McYep and Fries podcast. Wow, a year! April last Jesus. year. Jesus. And on that note, you <laughs> bonus points. What was our last podcast?
1: Justice League. Correct. You win. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the McYep and Fries movie podcast. I'm Gavin,
0: and I'm Ian. We are still and we are still around, so that makes us Malaysia's longest running podcast, and I will not let that go. Damn straight. Damn fucking straight. I'm not gonna let
1: that shit go no, ever. ever, ever, motherfuckers. We are live and we are rated R still.
0: Yeah. So if you're listening to this in the car with your children, cover your ears, kids.
1: Yeah. So if you're listening to this in the car with your children, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> you have the coolest wife ever. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening to this in the car with your kids, it's like, holy shit. Or you have the worst wife ever. And you're driving away from her at speed. This is, this and, and we understand. Sometimes that needs to happen. And we're sorry
0: that it took us this long to give you more of what you're listening for.
1: He's <laughs> like, God damn it.
0: So uh, we have decided that uh, we should do more podcasts and also that format is the enemy. Indeed. So And also uh, Kevin Smith and Mac Bernard basically stole our format. I know, which annoys me.
1: It annoys me too. Like we it were
0: doing keep, that in 2008.
1: <laughs> it keeps me up at night. Like they do the news, and then they talk about the shit they like, and I stuff. Know. It's, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but I mean, for today, we're going to be talking primarily about the career of Bruce Willis. Yeah, because
0: apparently, podcast audiences learn like like nothing more than middle aged men starting to reckon with their mortality, and nothing brings you home more to your mortality than your heroes retiring for weird reasons. Yeah, and what would that reason be? Aphasia. You aphasia. already It's
1: not that I forgot. I keep getting it mixed up because of the... the I is, there's
0: a lot of people out there, that there are, there are dozens of us who only know this because Chief O'Brien got it on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, where basically, I don't know if the medical, the real medical aphasia is the same, but it's like you literally cannot understand the words. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. They, they do not decode properly. So someone talks to you and it's like, gabble, 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 gabble. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you can't understand them. Or even when he speaks, the, he thinks he's saying my name is Bruce Willis, so what comes out is something completely different right so it's a horrible nightmarish thing
1: yeah and it's it really is tragic and um i mean this was something that uh, there had been rumblings about this um early on there were the, there were rumors going around that uh that that he had this problem and now that it's sort of out in the open and everything it really is tragic and it's mm. really sad and, he, you know, Bruce Willis is uh, trending on Twitter now, as, as he should be. But, he sh- you know, as far as I'm concerned, Bruce Willis should always be trending on Twitter. Um, and you know, I'll For be good f- reasons, not for the normal and, you reasons. You know, and I'll be the first to admit that uh, I was one of those people that did shit on some of his uh, recent choices. Hmm. Uh, but one thing I am very uh, relieved to say is that I never shat on him. No. You know, I, I, I didn't understand why he was making some of the movies that he made. Hmm. I didn't understand why a movie star of his stature was making some of the films that he made. I figured there must be some kind of fucking reason for it. Like, uh, you know, the, uh, and, and now with all of this coming out, it, it, it does make complete sense. You don't have a
0: subscription to the LA Times, do
1: you? No. There was a story on the LA Times
0: that I didn't pay for. Uh, I didn't see the details of it. I saw people referencing it and it might have been that he was being, there was elder abuse going on. Like there was assistance and things putting him forward for these roles where he didn't, like. I think someone, one quote I saw was him saying, why am I here? Right, right, right. So it might've been that. I thought I—I I don't know. Before this news broke, I thought I saw something a while ago about him working on this for his working on something for his kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is one element of things. But then there's also the fact that, like, apparently you know, like, um, I'm trying to think. Who was the other person that was like this? Not Britney Spears, but something similar, where like their assistance and everything else was control of their, in control of their lives and putting them up for shit that they did not want to do. Right. But they maybe I don't know something along those lines. So there's an element of that which maybe makes some of the recent choices because he's in some of the stuff is.
1: It's horrible. Like, yeah. yeah. It's horrible. I mean, it's, it's total dreck. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to be focusing on that part of his career today. This uh, is a Bruce Willis a celebration. This is a celebration. And a much well-deserved celebration. Because this man's career is fucking amazing. Yeah. He's had an incredible career. Uh, and he's more than just an action star. I mean, he is an, an iconic action hero. Yeah. Um, and arguably the first sort of everyman action hero. Yeah, I mean, um, that, that's something... I can't remember who... Again, thinking about it beforehand. I can't remember who
0: said it. There was someone writing an article about how he was the opposite of Arnie and Stallone at that point, which was he wasn't that big.
1: Yeah. No, he, I mean, originally, he was... You when, know, in
0: Die Hard, he wasn't. He no, was I mean, he
1: was, he was the original vulnerable action hero. Yeah. You know, like, this was a, a regular guy. And, and that's why I never take my shoes off, ever. <laughs> I mean, and it's just... It's an incredible career. I and mean, when you look back at some of the movies that he's done... Everyone sort of like refers to him as as, as an action icon and, mm. and deservedly so. But he's his he's done an incredible body of work. Yeah. With with comedic roles, with dramatic roles. It's insane the amount of incredible filmmakers that he's worked with and the incredible performances that he's that he's delivered. It is really a fucking like travesty that he has not been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. You know, and the Oscars are bullshit anyway. Yeah. But it is a fucking crime that he has never been nominated. The fact that he was never nominated for Pulp Fiction, the fact that he was never nominated for twelve monkeys, the fact that he was, you know, like you know, like he did He's never been in a Star Wars. He's never been in a Star Wars. He did his own fucking Star Wars. Fifth element, bitch. (laughs) Fifth Element, one of the greatest science fiction movies ever made. Twelve monkeys, one of the greatest science fiction movies ever made. Yeah. You know, Pulp Fiction, one of the greatest movies period, ever made. You know, um, the guy's done amazing fucking work, and his and you know, like uh, e- even with comedies, you know, like uh, fucking look who's talking, fucking, fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> look who's talking is a great fucking movie. Look who's talking <laughs> two and look who's talking now sucks. Oh, they're dog shit. <laughs> they're dog shit. But look who's talking. The first look who's talking is a great fucking comedy. Oh, you're having a stroke. <laughs> Look who's talking. One is a great fucking. Yeah, comedy.
0: but when it comes to Bruce Willis's career, like no, moonlighting, no, no, I mean Hawk
1: is a comedy. I'm getting to them. I'm getting to them.
0: <laughs> when I said format was our enemy, I also implied that planning of any sort. Because in the middle of what you were talking about there, I was like, just talking about. I was just thinking, we've no idea to structure this conversation.
1: Just, how, how is this a problem? How is bringing up look like, who's talking a problem? It's not. It's not. But it's where do we go from here? you mean where do we go If <laughs> you just let me finish my fucking sentence. You know, it's like, okay, fucking, look who's, like, okay, and, and since you brought it up, yes, Moonlighting. Look, I even like the early flops. I love Blind Date. I think Blind Date's fucking hilarious. Do you remember Blind Date? Like, he made who's that dream. Girl that? Who's the girl? I don't, I don't remember the girl. <laughs> no, no, Kim Basinger. Oh, okay. Kim, Bas- Kim, Kim, Kim Basinger. Is it, yeah, Basinger or, is it Basinger or Basinger? I, I think Americans say Basinger, but i know always the, heard The English Basinger. say Bassinger. Kim yeah. Basinger, Kim uh, Basinger. It's a Blake Edwards movie that he made uh, during the Moonlighting Days. Like, before he got Die Hard, Bruce Willis was fucking... He had a real talent for choosing movies that didn't, didn't do well. Yeah. Like, he did like Blind Date, which was a flop. He did Sunset with fucking James Garner. That was a flop. you know. And like Bruce Willis has done a lot of flops, but I love his flops. I think Hudson Hawk is one of the greatest movies ever.
0: Yeah, and as someone who watched it again last weekend, and because I have to watch it ever so often, because for those of you who don't know Gavin personally, and there are dozens of you... Um, dozens? Yeah, <laughs> I've gotten around. That I'm listening, that I'm listening to this podcast. Right, right, right. Uh, he, he drops us into the conversation all the time, and like, well... I understand when talking to when Gavin starts talking Hudson Hawk. That's how how I understand how I appear to other people when I start dropping shit because his, while I was watching Hudson Hawk, he was quoting me lines thirty to thirty
1: seconds to a minute in advance of them appearing on screen. And he was no, but you needed like a little bit of context. We weren't in the same room. No, like he was he, tweeting he, these he, lines he, at me from his house. Like he put on Twitter that he was watching Hudson Hawk, and like you know, no, no, he put on Twitter like, should I play Elden Ring or watch Hudson Hawk? And I'm like, fuck Elden Ring. <laughs> fuck Elden what <laughs> Watch and hop you know and and then I, I was excited, and I was like, uh, in my mind, I had the movie playing in my mind, and I was tweeting lines. <laughs> I was tweeting I was tweeting lines to Ian from the movie, and apparently, I, I'm, I'm what, I was like 30 were, seconds? Yeah, 30 seconds,
0: but you were, you were giving enough travel time. <laughs> I was like, how is he, you've done that before, there was something else you did before, I was like, this is scary, is he watching? What's it, going on? It might
1: have been Last Action Hero. Yeah, probably, what. Well, might, well, I, was, I watched that. that was, was some I, I don't know, I don't know, or maybe it was with and I. There's, there's, there's only like a few movies that I can quote that succinctly. Well, mm. <laughs> that was, it was, it was worrying. <laughs> <laughs> it was worrying. <laughs> but. Yeah, you know, and even like Bonfire of the Vanities, you know, one of the most famous Hollywood bombs ever. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think before we before we get into the movies, I think it's something that I, and, I, I just want, I just want to say like this is what I miss about the podcast. I like that the podcast has no structure. I oh, like yeah. I like that we just fucking talk about shit. We're gonna cover all of that fucking shit. Yeah, I'm just worried. I was like thinking like it's like it's What's not the it's, bridging, it's, material? It's, it's, it's bridging material bridging <laughs> material jesus for fuck's sake what do you need bridging
0: material for? i'm just wondering how because like you're bringing up pulp fiction already it's like we haven't even talked about his early career but i don't know whatever i mean yeah. are, are, are we gonna no, go we're yeah. gonna go in sequence i don't know that's I don't know. but you know what all right you've got you got imdb sucks on your phone it always lists like oh this this person you want to see I, you want to see, see a I, list of their movies in order how about here's a movie? This stuff soundtracks they've done. I first. never, I never use, I never use my phone for IMDb. It's bad. Uh, but one of the things I I'm uh, barely looking at it right now. I only choose one uh, Bruce Willis movie to catch before we did the podcast, and I just I chose Last Man Standing because I had good uh, memories of that movie. And watching that, it brought home how like he's Bruce Willis. It's one of those things where like it's like you know with the band U two. I always say this like U two is the dumbest fucking name for a band. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's named after a spy plane, but it also sounds stupid. U two, U two guys, come over here, whatever. But because it's you two now, they're huge. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. They're just that thing. Mm-hmm. Same with Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. For a long time, it's just he's Bruce Willis. Like it's not like the guy from Moonlighting. Yeah. I mean, I think what was it? Kevin Smith sold several thousand tickets to conversations <laughs> where he talks about like some guy pulling up in a truck and whining in the window and saying, "Yo, Die Hard." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like well, Kevin Smith will say, "That's amazing." And. Was like, yeah. You know, the diehard fans are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's one of those things where you don't think about their reason for them being that. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. And one of the things is that rewatching Last Man Standing brought it home for me because it was the. He's able to irritate other actors in the scene in such a way. Like he has. The, he's cocky while being competent. Yeah. And. No, it's, there's a, there's a, it's the everyman is what you're talking about as well
1: with the action hero stuff. Yeah. But it's
0: also like. There's just a. There's a it's. Li- it's Hashtag relatability. He just he can give you that cockeyed smile and you're fine.
1: Yeah, no, he's got that smirk. Yeah, you know, he's got that little fucking smirk and that wink, and he's your buddy. Mm. He's your buddy. I think I think that's I think that's what it is. There was something about Bruce Willis. Is like it's like this is a guy. Like even before I was old enough to have a beer, I was like, this is a guy I want to sit down and have a beer with. Mm. You know, he's your buddy. And there was something about like I remember like as a kid like watching Die Hard. It was like it was like watching your friend in a movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was weird because there was just something about the way he carried himself. I can't we're, remember Bonfire at the Van he's wearing
0: suspenders a lot? Yeah. That? And is, a, is he an accountant?
1: No, no, no. He's a journalist. Journalist. He's a he's a he's a reporter. Okay, he's the one. Who, he, I read he's the he's first. An al- he's an alcoholic reporter. I read like the... like in the in the eighties, like he he always the characters he played always had a drinking problem, and they were always in danger of getting fired. Yeah. <laughs> and there was and again, there's something so relatable to that. Mm. Even as a kid, like. But you can see him, when I see him in that like pinstripe suit, a uh, pinstripe shirt, mm-hmm.
0: suspenders, mm-hmm. that could be Alan from accounting. Yeah. And also the receding hairline. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not the muscle builder irony. It's not the, it's not the long haired Stallone. I don't yeah. know why I think of the long haired Stallone. I think of Stallone. I always think of the long haired one.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's, <laughs> it, it terrifies me that there was once a phase where there was long haired Stallone. Yeah. Superman lives Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can imagine him as just being that guy. Like, Bruce Willis and Keanu Reeves are, were the first kind of, like, movie star actors that I found myself concerned for their career if they ever had a bomb. <laughs> because I genuinely cared about genuinely cared about these people's careers Arnie's fine he'll just bench press I, I was never worried about Arnie like uh, but Arnold even when Arnold even when Arnold had a flop Arnold would just be like yeah, internationally it made tons of money you know like Arnold always had a way of spinning it yeah. that it's like it wasn't a failure <laughs> like you know <laughs> even when he talks about Last Action Hero he's like it, it's, it's 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 in the black <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? There's a bomb! Get out of there!
0: It's <laughs> a cinematic bomb.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, but I remember, like, cause and also knowing that Bruce Willis was married to Demi Moore, mm. I had this weird thing where it's like, if Demi Moore had a hit and if, and if Bruce Willis had a flop, I'd be like, oh my god, I hope they don't, I hope they don't have fights at home. Pass the salad, G. I. Don't, I don't know, G.I. Jane, you bitch. I don't like. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's like. I, I cared about Bruce Willis. Yeah, He made you give a shit. There was something about him where you just kind of think, like, I want this guy to succeed. Yeah. I want this guy to do well. And because, you know, he's the, he's
0: the guy who comes... He's the guy in the box with the light going... Come out to the coast. And, and the he was guitar. also one of the... How, did, how did the same shit happen
1: to the same guy twice? That's right. And also, like, uh, in Moonlighting... Um, I mean, I'm just going all over the place. Like, in, moon, in Moonlighting, you... Uh, they, Moonlighting did the sort of people singing at a bar thing before Ally McBeal. Mm-hmm. You know, like, in Moonlighting, there were... I remember there was an episode where... Where 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 he went up on stage and sang, and then he also had that album, you know, like the fucking the Return of Bruno. My cousin has that on vinyl. Had that on vinyl I somewhere had, in my ancestors I, I had that on cassette. <laughs> you know, under like under the I, boardwalk. Walk. So fucking weird. <laughs> Secret agent man. <laughs> was like, my yeah, yeah, I, yeah,
0: I kept listening to Under the Boardwalk. I think it was a single. Yeah, no. So
1: like, Under the Boardwalk was a single. I had the album.
0: Yeah, I, I would just listen to that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the twelve inch vinyl. So
1: like, like I was all in. I was, and so, I,
0: I want to go back to the moonlighting because I haven't. It's not available to stream anywhere, and I want to mm-hmm. rewatch it because yeah. there was a period. I, time, I haven't
1: seen it in a, in years, decades, I, decades. I think yeah. I,
0: I might have seen it in the eighties when it was on RT Two mm-hmm. in Ireland, mm-hmm. and I might have seen bits of it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was a different persona from what he got later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. like, again, there's elements of that in Last Man Standing. There's more in, a little bit more in Die Hard than you think. Mm-hmm. Than when you think back on it, like you, most people think of Die Hard as an action movie. Yeah. But there is the the, the wittiest side. It's, it's an action comedy. Yeah. I
1: mean, it really is like an action comedy.
0: And uh, when we talk about Hudson Hawk as well. But as you went on, the comedy got less and less.
1: Yes. Which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. You know, I, <laughs> it, it, it did... It did become. <laughs> it did become a parody of itself. Yeah. Yeah. And not not in a good way. You know, I, I was I was all in. You know, like not just not just a fan of moonlighting and not just a fan of Bruce Willis the movie star. I was even a fan of Bruce Willis the fucking recording artist. Mm. Like I was I was all in. You know, and I like to me and and I'm not talking about his recent slew of uh, you know DVD movies. Yeah. He never made a bad movie to me. Mm. like he never he never made a bad movie even even the movies that weren't necessarily great and didn't necessarily do well you know and and I'm, and I'm looking at the Norths I'm looking at the Striking Distances <laughs> that's where he's in the bunny suit right yeah North is the one where he's in the bunny suit um, I mean North was this hugely maligned <laughs> fucking comedy yeah I enjoyed it I enjoyed it I thought Striking Distance was pretty good <laughs> That was
0: the second one on my list. If I'd finished Last, last month's Standing earlier, I wanted to...
1: It's like, it's like that fucking trailer. You know, it's like, they should have never put him in the water if they didn't want him to make waves. <laughs> Die Hard in a boat. It's not even. It's not even. Sir Jessica Parker.
0: In a, a, yeah, yeah.
1: It's not even Die Hard on a boat. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not.
0: But he's like, he's in a boat for some of it. It's Pittsburgh,
1: right? Yeah. I saw some people tweeting it. From, yeah, it's Pittsburgh. <laughs> people from Pittsburgh were tweeting about this movie recently as well. You know, but but he was also like a really really good dramatic actor. Like movies like In Country, the Nor- the Norman Jewison movie uh, where he played a Vietnam vet. He was fucking good in that. And you know, Billy Bathgate, uh, Billy Bathgate, where he played the mobster. Uh, you know, Nobody's Fool with Paul Newman. I mean, like, this is you know, where he where he worked with Robert Benton. I mean, this is a he was a real actor. He wasn't just an action star. That's bizarre you brought up Nobody's Fool because I was thinking of that because what, what age is Willis now? Uh fuck, sixties. In his sixties something. You know, and while you while you look on the internet. I mean and also like I think you only really need to look 67, 67, but Nobody's fool was like
0: uh, Paul Newman acting again after not acting for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and getting getting Oscar nominated for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're not going to get that now. No, for Bruce, which is unfortunate. It's bizarre. You brought that up. That was no,
1: no. It's enough. it's it's really unfortunate. I mean, I think it really does suck that he's never been nominated for an Oscar, or at the very least, like a Best Supporting. Like like I like he should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I mean, not to say that Samuel Jackson didn't deserve it because he did, but. Bruce Willis should have been nominated for that movie. Bruce Willis really should have been nominated for fucking 12 Monkeys. Um, his performance in 12 Monkeys is fucking amazing. Mm. It's, a, it's, a, it's a genius performance. Um, I don't think that, you know, like, Haley Joel Osment got all of the attention for Sixth Sense. Mm. Bruce Willis's performance in The Sixth Sense is fucking amazing. Bruce Willis's performance in Unbreakable is fucking amazing. I was going to say, like, the
0: two words I was having a shower this morning was, like, David Dunn. David Dunn. David Dunn. It was like it was amazing the career bits he went through. I was trying to figure. Can you see that? When was the fifth album? It was ninety seven. When mm-hmm. is when is uh, six cents? Uh,
1: 2000, 2000 I mean, six cents.
0: Uh, six cents was uh, nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine. So it's not even an um, yeah. So it's Unbreakable not. was two thousand. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so while you know, and Pulp Fiction was 94. 94. Okay. So maybe before that had been quiet. But mm-hmm. like on that run, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's insanely good. And like that, that movie works. Be- yeah, Haley Joel Osment the plot, and also he had a very nice message to say about.
1: Yeah, and also his- yeah, yeah, and also Haley Joel Osment was the, was the one who was nominated for an Oscar. Like anytime Robin Williams showed restraint, mm. the guy would fucking get nominated for an award. Fucking Awakenings you know. or some shit. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and and really, all he was—I mean, not, not not all he was doing—but like he, if he would just restrain himself, and I and I think that Bruce Willis never got the fucking credit he deserved for for holding back, mm. like when he would do roles like unbreakable and when he would do roles like Sixth Sense he showed incredible restraint as an actor because Bruce Willis could be a very larger than life mm-hmm. performer he's just like playing with his like brain, even like- when he was doing movies that like got panned like movies like Breakfast of Champions where he was like go- where he really played it to the hilt um Fuck, you watch that? <laughs> I watched *The Therapist*. It's just a weird science fiction movie, right? No, that, yeah, yeah. It wasn't really science fiction. It was the Kurt Vonnegut adaptation. Yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, no, yeah. Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah,
0: Vonnegut's science fiction. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's he the therapist,
1: right? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, And the guy dreams the future. Yeah, or the realities.
1: Yeah, you know, and he made choices. When, he made choices. I mean, like whenever, when, and and in movies like Sixth Sense* and *Unbreakable*, Bruce Willis shows incredible restraint. Yeah, as, as an I, actor, and those, and unfortunately. It was never properly rewarded. No. Like like they, they never like even well, Unfortunately even... they were genre
0: movies, so the the, the 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 Academy never rewards that shit. But it was like oh, when I think about the Sixth Sense, I think about him playing with his ring, right? He's playing with his ring almost constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Things like that, or the awkward dinner conversations. Mm-hmm. Like all that basically when I think of that movie, I think of all the things that the that the flashback scene at the end. Yeah, yeah When yeah, he realizes yeah. all the time, Oh shit, I've been a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers <laughs> <laughs> Well if you haven't seen it by now. <laughs> but it was it was the perfect movie to do at that time in his career. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, to do something different. And one one like quote that I've always loved in reference to Bruce Willis is uh, when uh, Robin Rodriguez was uh, pitching Planet Terror to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, like Bruce Willis in Sin, as Hardigan in Sin City, fucking amazing. And then yeah, and, and then also um, like and also when Bruce Willis turns up in fucking Planet Terror, which I, is another movie that I love, but uh, when when, you, we watched that here, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. We need to watch it. I've not seen it since then. It's fucking great. But when he turns <laughs> up, we were like, "Yeah, it's Bruce Willis!" Yeah! You know, it's like when Bruce. I Willis, love doing It's like when Bruce Willis turns up in GI Joe Two. It's like fuck yeah! Oh my god, yeah! I forgot about that. Jesus, You're right? Like this guy. <laughs> I've been around, you know. There he's was, the original Joe, right? He's the original Joe. But when, <laughs> oh my god! But when I have
0: no recollections of this at all. But I've watched that movie. But
1: Robert Rodriguez, like in the uh, in the commentary for Planet Terror, he was talking about um, how he pitched Planet Terror to Bruce Willis. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you're this, you're, you're 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 this, you're this army general, and you come in and you save America." And then Bruce Willis said, "Who better?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: what I wanna re-watching Hudson Hawk last week because it's free on Mola TV. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, I but watching it, I was like, I miss that smirk. That smirk, yeah. you don't get enough of it. I mean, I think I, I think I only watched Die Hard 4.0, right? That's one with Justin Long. Uh
1: yeah, that's the one with Justin Long. Yeah. And the fifth one was with Dog Jen- shit. Giant. <laughs> <laughs> Giant everything I touched turns to dog shit, <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> I really
0: wanted more for him in the Suicide Squad, but it wasn't to be. Yeah. And I, I've gone from realizing everything he's in is awful to I'm actively pulling for something that Jake Hartley does to be good. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Jake. Come just on. Just for you. Just do one. Now that three-pointer. Come on, coach. Put me in. You can do it. All yourself. <laughs> but yeah, I I reviewed uh, Die Hard. Better to... No. Which one? Which one? The last. Better, better to Die Live... Live soon, die hard. Live, live free or die hard. No, live free or die hard is four, which Timmy the Alpha.
1: Okay, One after a, that a, is a, no, no, a, good, better, a good, a good, good day, day, day to die. A good day hard. to die hard. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is the one
0: where John McClane, hero of the people, yeah. drives through a shit ton of people, murdering them in a tank or something. In a tank, yes, yeah. yes. And then they go to Chernobyl, but it's, and o- it's fine.
1: But it's o- but it's okay because it's yeah. Russia. <laughs> yeah. That movie's so bad. Um, yeah, it's, it's a terrible. That's film. terrible. 4.0 is not that bad. Um, I actually I actually don't mind uh, Die Hard 4. The only problem I have with Die Hard 4 is that it's not rated R. No, but my biggest problem with Die Hard 4 is it doesn't have some like Jackson in it. That too. I really like With a Vengeance. I, I love Die Hard 3. Yeah. I, no, I mean, I... Look, I th- I loved the first three Die Hards. Mm. Like, I think Die Hard 2 <laughs> the is... The second one was kind of panned at the time, right? It was panned, but I thought Die Hard 2 was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought... Di- I, I love Die Hard With a Vengeance. What's his name? Death from...
0: William sadler. william sadler william sadler yeah yeah i mean doing I,
1: doing, doing naked uh, tai chi or whatever the fuck he's doing yeah the,
0: uh, <laughs> the, the, the line about like yeah it's a real pity he didn't make it i always look for like a gif of that when someone's missed out on something yeah yeah yeah. he yeah. didn't make it to training in idaho or the fuck <laughs> he just kills that guy because because we're all corrupt now yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. all motherfuckers uh, but die have with a vengeance no fuck it let's go on to this this one that is up there with one of the best diehards, but like he's walking around New York at the sandwich board and says like, "I hate N words, right?" I hate yeah, I hate N words. And he's also the, the 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 Bruce Willisness of it, or the John the Cleanness of it is yeah, yeah, that yeah, he's yeah, hungover. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, the beauty. Yeah. The beauty of the thing is that he just wants. It. It's like the, it's like the cappuccinos in
1: Hudson Hawk. Yeah, yeah He yeah. just wants some Advil or something. Just, yeah, yeah. He's, he's so just, fun. He's so fucking hungover, you know. And then the boss is like, "Have you spoken to Holly? Just shut the fuck up about Holly." <laughs> <laughs> but just the interplay with him and Samuel L. Jackson is so fucking good it's, in that movie. It's so fucking good. And they were fresh off Pulp Fiction. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was awesome. And they have no scenes together, so. No, Pulp no, 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 no. I mean, but it was great. I told was... you before, right? Watching Pulp Fiction
0: in an empty cinema and nase with my feet hanging over the seat like a mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm, animal. Mm-hmm. This is some good shit, right? here. It's fucking awesome. It is. I mean, and his it's, it's introduction is that long, long pull-in, right? With mm-hmm. uh, Marcellus Wallace talking to him. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. Pride. Yeah. Is
1: pride. yeah, fuck Pride. Yeah. Pride only hurts, it never helps. I was watching someone on Twitter. Uh, the thing about the thing about Bruce Willis' performance in Pulp Fiction that I always remember is when he's doing that that fucking like uh, you know, excuse me for using the word, when he's doing that fucking retarded voice with his girlfriend in the shower, and he's like, My name is Fabi my name is Fabi You know, and the girlfriend's like, fuck you! You know I hate that fucking mongoloid voice. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing I the Stop doing <laughs> the no.
0: I saw someone on Twitter talking about the way that when he realizes the watch isn't there he's angry for Br- and then he mm-hmm. rampages
1: across the room in a little and, bounce and, and also and someone also, on Twitter said like that bounce has lived yeah. Fred Free in my head for decades and also I mean like his uh, his story arc in Pulp Fiction compared to everything else for me is ridiculously tense oh like, yeah like, like you really really want this guy yeah. to get away once you know that like it, I mean, your father.
0: Once <laughs> you see that story, I had this watch. This <laughs> watch. Up, up his ass. I, I, I <laughs> kept I mean, this uncomfortable I hunk of metal I on I to tell
1: you, that, you see that first. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, see yeah. So you know the fucking stakes. And and like, it's one of the best cuts in cinema history when the kid reaches out, grabs the watch, and it's ding, ding. Yeah. And it like goes into Butch's story. I mean, that's fucking amazing. It was on the fucking kangaroo. <laughs> but with that moment with
0: Marcellus Wallace in front of the fucking car. Yeah. you're yeah, like, yeah. this is not what you want.
1: <laughs> and everyone's got like fucking Big Kahuna Burger, like they're all like
0: dying. And <laughs> it just it goes by. You're like where is this gonna go and then he goes into the fucking uh, crashes into him how do they get to the store uh it's because he crashes into it,
1: Marcel's it Walls and they're, they're fucking like he's chasing after oh it's one him, of like the, the, the best chases of all time yeah, because yeah, both yeah. of them are fucked both, both of them are fucked they're like up. fucking limping and falling Marcel's Walls is like concussed and wobbling all over yeah. the fucking place and then fucking Zed turns up and it's the villain from The Mask <laughs> you know and it's like it's it's Peter Green <laughs> I love that guy I love that guy you were great in Judgment Night <laughs> But when Bruce Willis
0: comes out, and I was thinking Does he wear it yeah, it is Pulp Fiction he has the brown jacket, right? yeah, bomber. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did wear that in something he didn't wear that in Looper, did he?
1: Uh he might have worn it in looper. He might have also worn it in Mercury Rising. I was thinking of that <laughs> earlier as well. I've never seen
0: Mercury Rising. Oh you before. haven't?
1: No, but the trailer or the poster I saw Mercury Rising opening day in the States. <laughs> <laughs> but why? <laughs> because it was Bruce Willis and Alec Baldwin. And an autistic kid. What's the three the thing? things that people like to hear before sex. <laughs> Bruce Willis, Alec Baldwin, autism. Mm, yeah, 11. Definitely 11. <laughs> but that brown bomber?
0: Yeah. Mm, nice. Mm, that is the 90s. But him coming out of... came coming in My scapegoat. My undies, dude. The whites. The, the coming out of the fucking... The fucking sex dungeon. Yeah. And then, like, the, the succession of weapons. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like... And he's like, he's just looking at... He just takes his time. He's trying it out.
0: <laughs> but... Bruce Willis can sell. And at that point, he's a big guy. He's a, he's a, he's a bigger guy at that point than he was in, as, as John McClane. Mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm, bit. But yeah, still, yeah, yeah. and he's also embraced the bald. Yeah. That's always a thing in an actor's career. It's like, when do you embrace the bald?
1: Like, no, and, and do, it's Jude like... Jude like, Law has it's been like going he, that way, but like in the new Harry Potter movie, he seems to be... Weak. Yeah, yeah, getting some hair done. Yeah. But what was great about like Bruce Willis is that he would embrace the bald and after that, he could just embrace a wide variety of horrible wigs. Yeah. You know, in movies like The Jackal which I think is a fucking great movie yeah I I think it's got one of the best bad Irish accents ever oh for fucking Richard Gere Jesus I get to go back to Ireland a free man no he gets (laughs) to go back to Ireland 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 as a free man a a free man it's also got Jack Black fucking running (laughs) serpentine trying to get away from (laughs) the fucking automatic gun that's right and dying a horrible fucking death and then Bruce Willis has, and then and Bruce he's Bruce like oh. <laughs> he's doing the Nacho
0: Libre dance. Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> 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 Bruce Willis just shoots the shit out of him. Nobody. And, and then and then and then Bruce. So like, best hairpiece has to be Death Becomes Her. It's a that's one, a weird... one of one of uh, Robert Zemeckis's um, underrated classics. Really. But it's also how do you how do you pitch that movie? It's a, such a weird it's a really dark fucked up movie yeah. and it has really interesting things to say about about getting old and about youth and about, about- beauty about culture about
0: Isabella Rossellini about Meryl Streep's tits.
1: Yeah. It's like you stand there with your 22-year-old skin and your tits like rocks.
0: <laughs> but we're here to talk about Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis's hairpiece. <laughs> hairpiece, as and uh, the ultimate put upon husband. Uh, yeah.
1: Does he have an affair with Goldie Hawn? I can't remember now. No, he's okay. No, he's 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 engaged to Goldie Hawn. Oh, okay. He's engaged to Goldie Hawn at the beginning, and then he meets Meryl Streep, and then he cheats, and then he leaves Goldie Hawn for Meryl Streep. Yeah. And then Meryl Streep is like, uh, like I mean, Goldie Hawn's like really simple, and then Goldie Hawn gets like super fat. Yeah. And then after that,
0: they meet Isabella Rossellini, and, and
1: then they meet Isabella. And, Ro- and as I, if you've ever met her,
0: it goes the same way every time.
1: Yeah, Uh, keep your ass handy. And so Meryl Streep is married to Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is a surgeon, but they're not. They're like things are on the rocks. And then, and then Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis get invited to Goldie Hawn's book launch. It's amazing that I remember all this. I haven't seen fucking. I haven't seen this movie in ages. They get they get invited to Goldie Hawn's uh, book launch, and it's called Forever Young. And uh, when Meryl Streep gets it, Meryl Streep is like Forever Young, (laughs) and eternally fat. And then they, and then they go to the book launch. Your mind is a scary place. And then they go to the book. Bu- and then they go to the book launch. I don't remember any of this. They go to the book launch, and then they see this fat chick. And then Meryl Streep is like, "Ah, looks like she's lost a few." And then before she can finish the sentence, the fat person leaves, and Goldie Hawn is Goldie Hawn. And then it was the pin, right? You get a pin. When yeah, you're you get like, a pin, but the pin it's is not like. say later. what's a nail. It's like something like the, else. The pin. The pin is later, yeah. um, and then and then Goldie Hawn and, and like uh, and Bruce Willis kind of have a moment. And then uh, I, I can't remember how like Meryl Streep finds out about it, like finds out about. I think like, it's the pen or something. She's like, oh, "You also you you met Isabella Rossellini." I know, but that's later. When Meryl Streep meets Goldie Hawn again, she doesn't understand, like, how the fuck did this happen? Yeah, you know, because uh, you were like a fat bitch, you know. Uh, but but fucking Bruce Willis's performance in Death Becomes Her is it's a masterclass. In screwball comedy, yeah, like in in that kind of like elevated, uh, it's almost like Three Stooges style kind of but like he, physical humor. He has to be the put upon. He's almost a straight man in this.
0: Most of this was going on because yep. Mel Street, and but Golden, it, uh, on are they, doing the wild shit. Yeah, but, but he has it, to do the reactions.
1: But as but as but as things get more heightened and as things get more insane, his performance just sort of. It, it, like, it becomes this sublime comedy performance. He starts losing his mind at one yeah, point, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah. what? He's like, I have to, because he yeah. has to put them back together after they fall Yeah, back. yeah, he's got them,
0: they like wax dolls or something. Yeah,
1: and, and it's like, no, but, but I, remember, I remember like Meryl Streep, like after she gets fucked up, no, Meryl Streep falls down the stairs. She breaks her neck. Oh yeah. She she breaks her neck and then she puts it back but then her neck is all but but like her neck is all like like twisted and yeah. shit, you know. And she doesn't she doesn't like Can you help And 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 she's like trying to trying to like pick up the phone to call the cops and she's like cuz Bruce Willis like she's fighting with Bruce Willis when she falls down the when stairs. When her head's a- ass backwards. When her head's ass backwards she's like you're in the shit house now, pal. <laughs> <laughs> And, she, and then she like catches a glimpse of herself in the mirror, she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, she always had
0: Mamma Mia within her. Yes. It just took time for it to come out.
1: It was just waiting to happen. I've always found Meryl Streep ridiculously sexy. Yeah. Anyway. What?
0: Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: No. no. Always. Always. Anyway. Uh like I remember I remember I remember that I remember that time. Yes, well, when, I remember that time when she like like flashed her tit in Silkwood, and I'm just like, <laughs> I am here for this. Uh, What's silkwood? So cool? You never seen Silkwood? No, i Meryl seen Meryl Streep, Cher, and Kurt Russell. It's an amazing movie. 1983. <laughs> I think it was earlier than that. I'm not sure. I took a bath on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, Bruce Willis. We gotta talk about Armageddon. That was, I was hinting at earlier that like we haven't talked about Armageddon. We gotta talk. We gotta talk about Armageddon because I don't want to miss a thing. Harry Tasker. I'm only the best because I work with the best. They don't know jack about drilling. <laughs> 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 oh
0: he's so good in that movie it's like no but i
1: mean like the ben affleck
0: he's chasing ben affleck with a shotgun at the beginning of that movie right it's like him? yeah 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 in the
1: uh in, in, in the old rig yeah but it's him chasing them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not like because it's like they don't know in, jack for the rest of the movie he's very restrained yeah they don't know jack about drilling and then ben affleck on the dvd commentary is like now this is a bit of a logic stretch they don't know jack about drilling how hard can it be? Yeah. Aim the thing at the ground and turn it on. My <laughs> <laughs> Gavin Fry's
0: regulars will know that Gavin has watched the Ben Affleck commentary on Armageddon about
1: 600 times. I have watched the Criterion edition. That, yes, there is a Criterion edition of Armageddon. Yes, the only Bayhead movie in, Armageddon, yeah. uh, in Criterion. Yeah, uh, there is a Criterion edition of Armageddon and it has one of the best DVD commentaries ever put to film. It From Ben is, Affleck. It is Ben Affleck, Bruce Willis, um, uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, and. <coughs> Wait, Bruce Willis is in the room? No, no, no. It, they were all recorded separately. <laughs> oh, okay. They were all recorded Fuck, separately. I can only imagine what that would be like. They were all recorded separately, but it's Bruce Willis, Michael Bay, Jerry mm. Bruckheimer, and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck's part of the commentary is fucking yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah. It's again, I think that's a callback to you there's a lot on this show.
1: Like and and Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is also like you get a sense of Bruce Willis's very wry sense of humor in the commentary because, um, like during the scene where Ben Affleck is in the uh, the aircraft hangar with Liv Tyler and they're making out, and Bruce, and Bruce Willis is like. Yeah, this is a scene they need for the young kids. You know, like... Uh, apparently there was some kind of love story. Like, I, I don't know. I like... Uh, I, I went and refilled my popcorn during most of Ben's scenes. <laughs> uh, but he's just... humorous. humor. But he's just talking mad shit, you know? But it's just great, you know? And like Ben Affleck's like talking about like Billy Bob Thornton. You know, it's like... Uh, I was like, you know, this is just going to be about me and Bruce, but then that Titanic movie came out and then they figured, "Oh, we need a love story here." <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see Apollo 13, boy? <laughs> Can you see it? Sling NASA? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I But I Harry Harry but Stamper. Harry Harry he's, Harry he's Stamper. He, he, Why he, did I say Harry Tasker? Who's Harry Tasker? Um, uh, True Lies. Fuck.
0: Anyway, Harry Stamper. But also only us two could have this conversation. <laughs> Harry Stamper, you'd actually know.
1: <laughs> How long have you been a spy, Harry? Do anyway. It, do
0: it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it do
1: slowly. It, slowly. Um, yeah, Harry Stamper. You know what? He died for our sins. He died for our sins. I wish I could be there to walk you down the aisle. I cried like a fucking bitch. Yeah, when you realize, <laughs> when, when, the, when the hype... I was in the I
0: was in the US in 98 when Armageddon came out. I saw it in the cinema there. Yeah. I, was, I, I ate the Burger King meal. And you'd see the fucking... <laughs> Burger King is so much better in America.
1: It is. It's so it really much better. is.
0: All the, all the fast food is so much it's better. It's so much better. <laughs> but I, I saw the cinema where I couldn't, the seat recline I was like, this is great, but also, stop moving. I couldn't fucking stop the seat <laughs> moving. But being in, all, like, this is the hype bubble. You see, you see advertising, you see billboards on the fucking Duke Highway here, but you don't realize the hype machine that is America, yeah that is like, Armageddon is coming, bitch. Yes. And you need to eat the food and see the movie. Yes. And I saw it at three o'clock and someone was asleep in front of me and I was like, don't, but when you see the video it's like, you see uh, Liv Tyler's hand on her uh, dad's uh, face uh, and it's really weird.
1: Yeah. But when you watch in the movie... It makes complete sense. It makes complete and sense. And I, cr- I cried... I cried like a fucking bitch. <laughs> like a child. I was totally into it. I saw I saw it on opening night with David Knight. <laughs> and David Knight's like, it's a fucking emotional movie, man. <laughs> And, no and, 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 mis- I, and, hey. and i remember that uh, like armageddon was one of two asteroid movies that year was Impact. deep impact. Jerry Bruckheimer put it perfectly when he was talking about when he was talking about fucking deep deep impact and and uh, armageddon deep impact is about a bunch of people waiting to die. Bruce Willis would never let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucking right. Pretty fucking right. Pretty fucking Pretty right. right. he getting in that fucking elevator. You know, it's like, look, I love The Rock. I love The Rock. But Armageddon is my favorite Michael Bay movie. Yeah, it's the, up there. And, you know, that is a, that is, it's just a perfect blend of, of commercialism and commerce and fucking... He's you know, the like, astronaut guy who I always like. Looks like a lizard. Jesus Christ, man. You're just throwing these curveballs. No, the at the guy who <laughs> the, fucking has the, the, the shuttle, he's the one who survives. He's in everything. He's in contact. Oh, um, oh, shit. I know the guy you mean. Will something. Is it Will? (laughs) No, 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 no. Like, oh, no, no, no. William Fickner. William (laughs) Fickner, yes. Jesus. Love just, that guy. You're just throwing these curveballs at no, me. No, but also, I mean, it's, it helps.
0: Because he's like, this is the best NASA has to offer. It's like Bruce Bruce was like,
1: fuck you. It's like, you swear on, on my life. You swear on my children's lives that you can bring this fucking thing. <laughs> I, I have never... I will hit 800 feet. <laughs> I have never, never missed a depth I have aimed for. I will hit 800 feet. man it's
0: like fucking electric guitars like, throughout that movie, right? I will hit 800
1: feet. Then let's get this fucking bomb out. (laughs) Then let's turn this fucking bomb off or something. Yeah! Fuck yeah! It's like, and Steve Buscemi's like, do a good job. Do a good job. Do a good job. (laughs) Then they, then they defuse the bomb. Good job! (laughs) Fuck, I'm so hyped right now for this fucking movie and I haven't seen it in fucking 10 years. Fuck man. (laughs) Harry, I love you! Harry, don't go, Harry! Jesus Christ, Armageddon, oh, yeah. great fucking movie. I will, I will fucking fight anyone who said. I will fight anyone that that argues <laughs> argues with me on this. Armageddon is a fucking amazing movie. No, it is. It's great. I mean, I think it's been. It, it took over the planet. Right? People are like, how are you talking more about Armageddon than you are about Unbreakable and Sixth Sense? It's like because Armageddon is Bruce Willis. Because it's also, Six Sixth Sense and Unbreakable are great movies don't get me wrong but that's Bruce Willis the actor but it's also it's
0: acting it's like his acting is amazing in that and like I said like, he's playing with his ring but, there's those great scenes but when
1: Bruce Willis saves the world it's like what Bruce Willis said to, to, to Robert Rodriguez who better yeah you know what I mean and it's like that's Bruce Willis the icon yeah Bruce Willis, the actor, was an amazing fucking actor, and I've already fucking waxed lyrical about how I'm pissed off he never got nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. So we've done that. Bruce Willis, is he's hes more than an actor. He's a fucking icon. I forget how good
0: The Last Boy Scout is.
1: Oh, Jesus. Joe Hollenbeck. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I still, to this day, say she rates a three on my finger scale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I did watch it. At some point, here, drunk. Mm. You know, water's cool. wet,
1: sky's blue, women have problems, who gives a fuck? <laughs> he also
0: punches that guy in the face and kills him, right? Yeah, yeah. Touch, touch me again, I'll kill you. Yeah.
1: yeah. Touch me again, I'll kill you.
0: We, we, I think we had talked about it, and yeah, then yeah, I watched yeah, yeah. it after that, and I was like, holy shit, I forgot how good this fucking is. Or maybe it might have been a, it might have been a Shane Black thing. Yeah.
1: Um, who's the guy, Who's the guy in the closet? <laughs> <laughs> who's the guy in the closet? <laughs> it's like the steam coming out of the shower, only your hair's dry. So, since there's no one under the bed, uh, who's uh, the guy uh, in the closet?
0: (laughs) 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 It's so good. Wait, who was the girl? Which which girl? Was it Lisa Bonet? Danielle Harris.
1: No, it was um. Daniel. Oh, Halle Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The stripper. Yeah. And and Damon Wayans. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Hey, I love Damon Wayans, but, yeah, but, he, but we're not talking about Damon Wayans. No, right? we're talking about I'm not play No, and, and and again, it's also it's like one of the great Tony Scott movies. It's like a perfect marriage. It's Bruce <coughs> it's Bruce Willis, Tony Scott, Shane Black. Yeah. Fucking amazing. <laughs> the Last Boy Scout. Fucking amazing
0: movie. Yeah. Tony Scott has the look, but with the Shane Shane Black and Bruce Willis together, it's like these things when they when their powers combined, they are Captain Fuck You in the Face. Yeah. They're so
1: good. Yeah. Because I mean, the thing is like Bruce Willis God, he knew how to sell a line, man. And he, but it, it, he knew it's, how to fucking again sell a, a line. The
0: down and look shitheel. <laughs> yes, yes. Like he could have done the good guys yeah. forever. Yes. like he. Because
1: Bruce Willis just had this gift of constantly looking hungover. Yeah. In, in every fucking movie.
0: <laughs> or I'm not like I'm an, I'm not an Asian like you. you. I grow hair all the fucking time. I cannot get stubble to look like Bruce Willis. Nah, it doesn't work. Nah, it doesn't. Watching uh, Last Man and it never will. Watching Last Man Standing. Dude, apart from the climax, the climax of that movie, he puts on a bad jacket. I mean, he's been beaten up, right? He puts mm-hmm. on a bad jacket because mm-hmm. it's like he's just putting on something to hide all the bullets. Mm-hmm. But before that, motherfucker is sharp in 1920s gear. Oh, i just yeah, see yeah, him yeah, 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 in yeah. like a shirt, a striped shirt, suspenders, classic suit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then like he has like a really high, a really fucking high fade. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like it almost looks like you're preparing for future loss yeah, of yeah, hair. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. He looks so fucking good. No, like, I, even when he puts a hat on, I'm like, man, I
1: wish I could wear a fucking hat like that. No, no, he always... I put a hat on like that, I look like a fucking internet rapist. I, look, I wish I could wear hats like Bruce Willis. I mean, I remember as a kid, like, watching Hudson Hawk for the first time, when he gets out of jail, and he's there in his fucking trench coat, and he's like, he's like, like, fucking from head to toe, Armani. Well, there you is, know? there is, there's a, no, it's
0: not Armani, there's a credit. In the, in the credits, is yeah. like... Mr. Willis's wardrobe provided by, I think it was Gucci.
1: Gucci? There's like a, right. it's some, we fucking, we dress this motherfucker. Yeah, and it's like, I just remember like the poster to that movie. The poster to that movie was him, a close up of his face, with the hat, the f- with, the hat smiling. With, with, with the four rings in his ear, and he's smiling, and and I just remember like, this is the coolest man on the planet. This is the coolest man on the planet. I want to be this motherfucker. I can't wait to watch this movie. I was so upset that the movie didn't do well. Yeah. I was so upset because I watched it and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with the world? Yeah. This movie is fucking hilarious. It was and- the original Scott Pilgrim. It was. It was. It was totally the original Scott Pilgrim. But I remember like, when he gets out of jail... When he gets out of jail and he puts the hat on, like the, like the way he just sort of like, yeah, and puts a little the, flip. He puts the hat on, you know, and then he flips the brim a bit. He, yeah, he flips the brim a bit. And then when Danny is a uh, fucking car backfires. backfires, he like jumps he to, the the floor. Car, he to the floor
0: and it's like... Geez. Watching that movie again, like, because if you haven't seen Hudson Hawk in a long time, the editing in that movie is insane. It's insane. There's a point where they they do a heist and they jump off the roof of a building into a canopy and it just cuts straight to him landing in the next scene. Like, he literally lands in the next scene. Wait, what? This is like... This is not normal. No, it's not. You shouldn't have him. He literally lands in the next scene. It's like he left the film and then joined it back again. And then fucking Alfred the butler murders somebody. Yeah. If this movie came out now, it would also do terribly. But also, (laughs) there would be so many people going like, oh my
1: god. This is genius. This... This is genius.
0: Uh, Bong Joon-ho will be like, "This is cinema." Yeah, this is this, this is, is cinema. Fucking cinema. The editing was the main thing. So the the cutting was like, there's there's elements of Looney Tunes in the movie, but there's also elements of just like, we don't care what you think about exactly. cinema or structure or what's it, his it name? just it just
1: his, it just, his, it, just his, it just goes to crazy places, and the whole idea of. Of a fucking cat burglar who doesn't who doesn't use a timer who doesn't use a watch and so he times his burglaries by by show tunes. I did
0: see uh, someone point out that they they time this to the wrong song. Oh yeah, apparently it's a Sinatra version. Is the version they're dancing right. to? But well, so were... I
1: mean, I mean, fu- I mean, who gives a shit? But it's also <laughs>
0: you know? it's also genius idea because it's a genius you, idea. You when know, when it's you're like... doing a heist, so you time things perfectly. So how do you time them by show tunes?
1: Yeah, you know, it's just like you know, three minutes and change, and a swing on a star. Yeah. Oh, would you like? To she swing on the star, star b- b-
0: carry moon beams home. And also fits perfectly <laughs> into his on the fucking. Exactly,
1: album. exactly. I mean, and I mean, it's, it's like I, I remember when I saw that; it and blew my fucking mind. I didn't understand why it bombed. Like it, it messed with me. It genuinely messed with me. And it's like it's to this day. It remains one of my favorite fucking movies. Yeah, you know all of it. I know all of it too well. This movie is and like a we, trophy. It's a trophy
0: you keep in your house.
1: <laughs> and we were in comic-con together when bruce willis came on stage for red and also we were also in comic-con when bruce willis turned up for the expendables panel and he had clearly had a couple of drinks I forgot about that. remember like when we were at comic-con like that was no, when no, no, no. that was when red came do up. you remember when we came to comic-con yes i fucking know when we were at comic-con i know i know but like <laughs> when bruce willis turned up for the expendables panel he had clearly had a couple of drinks because he was he was having a good time
0: i mean I mean, you were doing your own panel, so my my memory is mostly your my, my memory is mostly of the guy that got stabbed in the eyeball and the Avengers assembling on stage that you weren't there for
1: because so, I was on my own panel. Yeah, your with own Kevin, panel with yeah. Kevin Eastman. Yeah,
0: for a movie that no one liked.
1: That doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that that doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about that. There we go. There's the old my like, fries chemistry. <laughs> I'm slightly angry at you all the time. <laughs> What you want to do a podcast for? Aren't you busy making movies? Yeah, you cunt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> well, it, yeah, so it,
0: it, IMDB is not being my friend, but we want to have a look at seeing, is there anything we've missed talking about? Look,
1: it's impossible to cover everything. Yeah,
0: That's 70s. He was in Friends. Remember he was in
1: Friends? Wasn't he? That's right. Who was he? Was he Rachel's He dad? was Rachel's boyfriend and he was uh, uh, Ross's, uh, he was the dad of the girl that Ross was dating. But I mean like Come on I mean look His career is extensive Color look, of Night I mean Color of Night Holy shit With Jane March And what about What about fucking Beavis and Butthead Do America Yeah I forgot I was like <laughs> I saw that earlier Who was he in that He was He was I don't know The fucking gangster <laughs> He was He and Demi Moore Like were, were like a couple To so bring like, it back To the friends thing He was No but the I mean, but, line, but but I mean home,
0: Have you seen The Homeland Yards With Matthew no. Perry Not Matthew Perry Matthew Perry Yeah yeah is Matthew, Matthew Perry, Perry. Matthew Perry. Oh. Yeah
1: no, like, I love the whole nine yards. Is it good? I loved it. The whole ten yards sucked. I bailed on it. But the whole the whole nine yards is good. Mm-hmm. You know, his voice work and over the edge. <laughs> he was uh, in Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. Yeah, he was in Lucky Number Eleven. Remember that movie? I like that movie. I oh, like- the, the fucking the Kansas City Shuffle. Yeah. That movie's great. With Josh Hartnett. Fuck you if you don't like that movie. I love that movie. Great. I love that. You know what movie else? You know what other movie is I like? The Kid. Where where he gets visited by his fucking kid self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, but Lucky's Lumber 7 is
0: really good. I Because they they set it up with the Kansas City Shuffle and okay, oh, wait, 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 We also need to talk about the fifth element. Yes, fuck. Geez, there we go. That was, the fifth element. Yeah. Just, that was mid. It was definitely mid resurgence. <laughs> I mean, these days they call it a reconnaissance But mm-hmm. it was a Willis Sons.
1: Willis Willis Sons. Willis
0: it's the perfect again. It's the perfect example of the down at look shield.
1: Again, yes, yeah.
0: It, it, every but, man, the yeah. every man. But like when he's like opening the door, or, or, I, there's some shot of him just having a gun pointed at camera. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, or that dipshit with the fucking sign. <laughs> <on his headset>. <laughs> 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 <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's got his cap. He's like, don't get in the washing machine because uh, don't get in the shower because you'll get wrapped.
1: No, but also like that. That movie is another perfect example of why. Like, he was always so good at being the straight man. Yeah. You know, like, if you look at The Fifth Element, everyone else is playing it to the hilt.
0: Like, fucking UK jungle experienced
1: guy, fucking
0: tricky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's amazing he was in that movie. Yeah. You know Corbin Dennis, multi
0: Yeah.
1: You know, you got you got Mila Jovovich and fucking Gary Oldman and fucking Chris Tucker just playing it to the hilt. And Bruce Willis just grounds that movie.
0: Yeah. Brilliantly. Because he's like... Seriously,
1: yeah, the He's whole like, time. Like he is the audience. He is like, what the fuck is going on here? Because what Luke Bassam is doing in that movie was so outrageous. Yeah, you know, it was so. i again,
0: again, like that becomes a, that becomes her. I'm like, how? Yeah, how? I would love to see the pitch deck. How do you pitch
1: this fucking movie? element? Yeah, and you're like,
0: we're gonna have in the middle of the movie, we're gonna have Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker is gonna fuck a uh, airline hostess in space. But fine. Yeah. And also, he's going to be the most annoying person you've ever met in your entire life.
1: Yeah. And also... like just, just before we go into the third act, we're going to have a pause for a musical interlude for an alien opera. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 How is this possible? But also, there's a moment of sadness in the middle of the explosions where she realizes what Yeah, yeah,
1: is. yeah. And no, it was great because, I, again, like another Bruce Willis movie that I saw on opening day in the States. I remember like in the opening credits Bruce Willis's name comes on the whole the whole audience it was a packed house the whole audience just erupts in applause and then Gary Oldman's name pops up Hey Milo Jovovich's name pops up hey! hey and then and Luke Perry <laughs> And and Luke Perry was in the in the beginning like in in the the fucking Oh part. Aziz more like Yes yeah Luke Perry was like only yeah. in the beginning yeah. and everyone was like Age <laughs> It was just like uh, America's weird. America's Aziz light. Is light. I love that
0: moment though. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Aziz light.
0: It is. It's an insane movie, but it's also he wears. He does wear. It's not a vest, but it is a cut off.
1: Bruce Willis rocks orange. He, it's so good. It's so good. And he has that cat it's that so like good. looks at him weird. Right? Yeah, the cat gives him a weird look. He's a fucking amazing actor. Yeah. He's an amazing actor. He's a fucking cinema icon. Bruce Willis is a fucking legend. And while Moonrise Kingdom. Um I haven't seen that in a while. But he's great in it. He is great in it. Yeah. And he's also fucking awesome in Motherless Brooklyn. And uh and he's in that. He's he's in in that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's in that. And uh, Edward Norton, like when they when they when they were doing the uh Comedy Central roast of uh Bruce Willis, Edward Norton went up there and just fucking killed it just did an amazing amazing roast yeah. um like a real <laughs> fucking amazing dissection of what makes this guy such a huge star he was doing a play on broadway like edward norton was doing a play on broadway and um he received a letter from bruce willis uh that he didn't believe was from bruce willis he called up his friend Stuart like it's a fucking wind up did you do this did you yeah. do this but it turned out it was really from bruce willis and Bruce Willis sent him a letter saying, it's like, great work. You know, you're doing the kind of work I wish I was doing. Wow. If you're ever doing something and you need me, I'm there, sight unseen. And that's why
0: uh, Edward Norton is a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> he acts like yeah. a dickhead.
1: And Bruce Willis and uh, Edward Norton, like after he called his friend Stuart, is like, wow, this is really you? It's really you. When uh, he was doing Mother's Brooklyn, when he was prepping that movie, he got in contact with Bruce Willis. It's like... Did you mean what you said? He's like, yeah, I meant what I said. I'm there. Sight unseen. And that's how Bruce Willis ended up being in Motherless Brooklyn. Wow. Like, Edward Norton's like, he remembered that Bruce Willis sent him this letter when he was doing this play years ago. And uh, and, and so that's how Edward Norton closed up his, his roast. Mm. He's like, after he was done, like tearing the shit out of him, he's yeah. like, we just got done doing this movie together and we had a beautiful time. And it says a lot about the kind of guy that Bruce Willis was. And, and I know that, like, we've heard middling things over the years. That, like, n- maybe not everybody had a good experience. Maybe not everybody had a good experience with him. But then again, does anybody have a good experience with anyone all the time? Yeah. You know? But I think when it comes to Bruce Willis, as far as I'm concerned, the guy gets a free fucking pass. Yeah.
0: I think to, to close it, I think we should talk about Looper because it's interesting that, like, he was the older version of... Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. And now that older version is not the older version it would be. Yeah, And it was interesting. It, it felt like with all the Kevin Smith stuff, so you mentioned earlier before we started recording about how Kevin Smith said like, oh, maybe I was a bit of a dick earlier. The scene in like, uh, in Looper where he's just like, it's time travel, don't fucking worry about it. It's like, you can sit here and talk about straws or whatever. But it was a beautiful realization of like, yes, I've been an action hero, but there's also like violence. Yeah. This is where it leads to. It's a nice realization of like, Yeah, as a character, he's living a life of violence, Mm -hmm. but as an actor, he's lived a life of violence as well. Yeah. And there was a resolution there, but it's, to bring it back to what I joked about earlier, it is very sad when your heroes are
1: retiring with this. It is, it is, but uh, having said that, you know, um, look, look. This is a celebration,
0: not a yeah yeah no
1: but but having said that it's look i think that what's what he's going through is horrible uh and it is tragic and it is a shame that he that he has to retire for this reason yeah but at the same time i'm glad in a weird way i am glad that we can celebrate him while he's alive yeah because a conversation like this or a podcast like this usually happens when someone passes i'm no but i i'm glad that people are celebrating him while he's still around yeah And look, he may not always understand what's going on around him, but those moments are fleeting. I'm sure he has moments of lucidity and I'm sure that uh, that he would appreciate and, you know, he would appreciate the love that is the outpouring of love from everyone that he's touched. And it's millions and millions of fucking people. Bruce Willis, we love you. We love you, man you've had an amazing career no one can fucking touch you no one can fucking touch you and it says a lot about not just your not just who you are as a cinema icon but what, what you are as an actor that when I think of when I think about Bruce Willis I don't necessarily think about Die Hard I think about so, Ram jacket from I, Mercury I, I, Rising I think about so many different things I think about so many different things because that's yeah. how awesome you are yeah you know like you have delivered amazing performances I just think I just think iconic yeah you know I just think I think of the smile I think of the relatability I think about thinking about jumping, think, I, jumping
0: off a uh, skyscraper I, with a, a fire hose wrapped around my waist. I think of the I think
1: of the childhood I think of the childhood memory of Die Hard and I think of the childhood memory of wanting to see this guy succeed yeah. and he was the first actor that I genuinely felt that way about and to me that that means a lot so I wish you all of the best I hope that, that the rest of the years are good to you I just wish you all the best man Bruce Willis salute we salute you we salute you Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker.